911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton. In today's episode, I thought we would go back to dissect a little bit about what Mr. David Shar had talked about when we brought him in, and he did a live in our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group. And one of the most important things was the mental burnout when it comes to certain professions, especially as a first responder or military service member. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, Clint, you did not have the ability to meet Mr. David in person the way that I did. And I know that you still had a chance to check out his interview. Yeah, it was such a great interview. And and he was so knowledgeable when it comes to burnout and just surrounding being motivational. I mean, like I felt inspired just after listening to that. Yeah, me too. And he touched on some concepts that I had never even considered before. And a lot of what he spoke on was to the effect of resiliency and how important it is for us to develop resiliency so that we can avoid that mental burnout. But one thing that stuck in my mind that he talked about was we think of, we'll just use you, Clint, for an example. We think of the profession of being a police officer as one where we know the stress levels are immense. We see the statistics of police suicides. We see we on a day-to-day, on a personal level, what some officers do discuss in terms of how difficult it is day-to-day based on the profession. But one thing that David talked about was it's not the work that causes the mental stress. And at first I was very skeptical, but then he went on to explain that it's all of all of the things that surround it. It's all of the the stressors that are posed to you as a police officer from external forces. So this could be admin. This could be the profession police officers, we always look at them as though they're heroes, especially when we're children. And yet when you get into the profession and especially seeing things on the media, you're not you're not perceived in a way to where you're heroic most of the time. In fact, people are demonizing police officers. And that's this constant reminder, this constant shadow that's looming over the head of every officer that's out there, especially when there is something that happens that just sparks media attention over and over and over again. So it's not necessarily doing your day-to-day. And don't get me wrong, there are certainly things, especially in a city as busy as yours, Clint, that do cause that mental fatigue or that do cause those stressors. But that's not what tugs at you constantly. It's always external forces. It's not the job itself. Yeah, and the media is, I think, a huge portion of it. And a lot of people I've talked to over these last few months is everyone blames the media for so much of that negativity. But when I look at it from my own perspective, I see that negativity actually stems from ourselves because you look at how we interpret things. The media is out there. They're going to always spin things a certain way. It's how we respond to those actions is what can set us apart from anybody else. And in saying that, you look at, say, a bad officer-involved shooting, and the media is just 
talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. But if you look at the totality between all the law enforcement officers throughout the entire nation, that's one person compared to hundreds of thousands. It would be like going to the city of Chicago and blaming all the homicides on just any anything and everything that else that there was to blame. One thing that's coming up for me as you're talking is it's not just professions when it comes to the media. It's the way that society is being condition, conditioned as a whole because there are many times, especially in recent time, where I'll, I call my dad routinely at the same times throughout every single day. But at nighttime, he's getting ready to watch the nighttime news or he will have just watched it. And he's so angry and full of so much hate. And that's because he's so frustrated with everything that he's hearing with regards to our president. And whether you're for our president or not for our president, there is so much negative corruption that's being fed into our minds, especially for with regards to everything that we see when we flip on that television. And Clint, I'm, I'm so grateful that you and I have just opted out of that completely because I'm seeing the way that it's affecting people. It's literally making people crazy. And when I go online and I see some of the things that people are posting, people are losing their friends, they're losing their family members, all because they're being so stirred up inside and they're being taught and conditioned to feel such hate and resentment and to to be right all of the time. And we don't know the facts. And I wish that people would just understand that anything that you see on TV, you don't know what's true. And unless you have the ability to, for in the same example, sit down next to the president of the United States and get curious and ask your questions, you have no right to allow somebody else to control you to the extent of feeling that way. And that's the biggest problem I see with media and people in general is we allow these outside influences decide for us in every instance, instead of actually trying to discover our own truths behind it. And it's it's just so unfortunate to see this happen day in, day out. It's even goes as far as searching something online and whatever the internet says, it has to be true. And I see that more and more on a daily basis of, well, online it says this, you, you, it's not true all the time. And I don't think people understand that in a country, especially like America, where we live, where we're given so many rights and opportunities and yet we're giving those rights away and we don't even realize that they're being taken from us. Why would I allow somebody to take away my right of curiosity and question asking when it should be that way? In order to get down to the truths, I need to be asking questions. I need to be second guessing everything that I'm seeing unless it's something that's clinically researched or that has been cited, you know, in in a journal somewhere with some really valid sourced information and the common the common person is not going to seek out that in order to fact check everything. But what would happen if we lived in a society to where we did read something that sparked a trigger in us and we went to the highest source possible and we sought out the answers to our questions instead of just assuming and believing and taking this as true because we see a post online. And that goes with so much of developing our own stories surrounding anything and everything that we hear or see and incorporating ourselves into those stories based off of our own biases 
because you and I could see the same event exactly where nothing has changed, but you interpret it one way and I can interpret it a completely different way until we both talk about it and discover what it is that we actually saw to where we can come to an actual agreement with it. And we, we've seen that. I remember something that comes to mind is you and I were talking about our trip to Italy and um, just how we were experiencing certain moments on that trip. And I remembered more of like the senses and the feelings and you remembered more of like the, the tangible details. And a lot of that is your conditioning as an officer, but also we have our own we have our own ways of programming when it comes to how we perceive and understand or even convey information the most. It's on a personal basis. And I think it's super important for us to understand that we have the ability to still be curious and to ask those questions. And that's one of the big problems that I see with regards to the way that society is and the reason why so much of this burnout happens, not only in professions, but just in general as a populace is because we're constantly being fed this information and we're not being told that we need to question everything and we need to have our own level of intellect. We're giving that away and it just shouldn't be that way. And and I just, I can't understand it. Well, I shouldn't say that because I do understand it because I've dealt with it and still battle with that. It's allowing ourselves to make to, to make and draw our own conclusions surrounding any given circumstance doesn't mean you're right or wrong. That just means that that's your thought process with it. Not letting outside factors determine who it is or what it is that you want to do or believe. For sure. And I see these people that are exhausting so much effort and they're so passionate, especially with regards to the political aspects of conversations that that come up, um, especially as we get closer and closer to the election. But leaving politics out of it, these people that are so passionate and they're spending hours of every single day creating this online content or re-forwarding these posts or reaching out directly, what would happen if they actually did something of meaning? And instead of just making noise, they actually went to the source and they they filmed or they recorded or they gathered data. And instead, we're just allowing ourselves to become this constant stream of nonsense. It turns into that telephone game, right? To where at the end of the chain, like it's a completely unrecognizable story and it shouldn't happen that way. And as you listen to this, it's just my hope that you understand that you have that capacity to be curious and to question everything. This could even extend as further, furthermore into your medical appointments. If your doctor has diagnosed you with something, question it, further research it, ask out a second opinion. Most of us don't think that it's okay. We worry that our provider will find us rude if we do that, but it is your right. You are supposed to do that. You are not supposed to follow the social norm. This is your life. This is your well-being. This is your mentality. This is your mental health. And it's our job as individuals to be able to protect that. We hope that you've enjoyed this and we'll catch you on the next one.